welcome back to Tune Scandal with me. Uh, yeah, this is Tune Scandal. Um, this is my podcast where I brew up a pot of tea, and presumably you do as well. Um, and I mean, it doesn't have to be tea; it can be whatever you want. And yeah, we just have a little talk about life and stuff. Um, yeah, so today I was kind of this is a little bit more off the off the cuff than. Uh, some of my other episodes, but, um, yeah, so basically I was doing this little thing the other day, you know, when you read books and they ask you to like ask yourself a question and the question was, um, imagine that you are 80, which might be easier for some of you if you're already 80, it's a bit of a cheat, but (laughs) imagine that you're 80 and you are looking back to where you are now and you want to give yourself some advice. And that's kind of a fun question in itself. Um, And if you guys have a thought on that, you are welcome to contact me um, and let me know and I might share it. But um, yeah, basically it got me thinking about, you know, because the question was sort of asking you to like, what are you doing in your 80s? Where are you and how far have you come and what do you look like? How do you feel? You know, imagine yourself, put yourself in your 80s in your 80th year. And yeah, so I, I kind of have a funny relationship with this. I think that, um, it's kind of like, I feel is different to other people. So when I was a kid, I've talked about a few people, um, who are a little bit older than me this season. Um, yeah, when I was a kid, basically my grandmother and grandfather were, just these like fascinating people they weren't like um I don't know like famous or anything you know but they just had good lives and we would go and visit them and they were so interesting like you would get there and they'd be like oh great you're here and they're happy to see you and then they have you know they're telling you about like um they went and saw their friend and what they're up to and what books they're reading and what they're learning about and what their current interests are and um, you know what else like my grandma was really creative so she would be you know learning some drawing technique or writing something um, gardening and my grandfather I think he was in his 70s and he just got really into computers and started building them so I never had this idea like I remember somebody asking me when I was in kindergarten, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And my first answer was pony. I wanted to be a pony. Um, but I, you know, at some point somebody explained that wasn't like a career exactly. So um, I said I wanted to be retired because I thought that was a job. Like I thought my grandparents' job was to be retired and that when you're retired, you are having fun, you're interested in life, you're active, you're, you know, doing all these things and they were happy and exciting and like and I just that was my idea of what age was and I remember you know when I was growing up one of the greatest compliments you could get was that you were like my grandmother that was like you know that was the compliment you wanted to get so it was just really funny to me that it wasn't for a couple of years that I realized that um you know people if you say like oh you remind me of my grandma people think that's an insult. (laughs) It's certainly not in my family. So 
thinking about, you know, when I'm 80, I immediately think of people like um, Jane Goodall, uh, Dolly Parton, um, Audrey Hepburn, and my grandparents, where it doesn't matter how old they get, they're engaged in things they enjoy, they're engaged with life and with people, and, you know, their face just doesn't... um, I mean, you can have lines on your face, but if you smile more than you frown, you know, your your resting face is going to be happy and you're not going to look uh, sort of sad and old and tired. Um, anyway, my point really was that, you know, my understanding of age is a little bit um, maybe different to some people. And I guess I just wanted to talk about it because I think you know, we're so hung up on age and it's really bizarre. So yeah, I have, <laughs> I have this friend. We've known each other for a really long time. So, and every time I talk to her, I don't know, I kind of know what's going on in her life because we're friends, but I don't know what the deal is with this. Right. But she always says to me like, oh, you know, we've, we've known each other for so long. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's really great. And she's like, yeah, we're so old. And I'm like, I'm not old. Like, I'm really genuinely not old. Um, <laughs> I'm not even sure what old means, you know? What does that mean? Like, is she okay? Does she does she need a hip replacement or something? Like, what, what does it mean? We're so old. It's so funny to me. Um, and another friend of mine recently, and I, I understand this, a friend of mine's getting to one of those birthdays that's like a, a round number, you know? And so she says to me like, oh, you know, I'm nearly this age. I'm like, okay, that's exciting. And she says, says to me like, yeah, you know, like, I'm old. Like, I'm my, my life's half over. <laughs> and I was like, how do you know your life's half over? Like, you don't know that. You could live, like, say if you're, like, middle-aged isn't middle-aged anymore. We don't know at this point in time how long, um, you know, a human life is going to be. People live to be 100. So you're only middle-aged if you're 50 and you're living to 100. Like, you you don't, what is middle-aged, you know? And also, if you die next week, then you're well past your middle age, you know, because it's later than you think. So, um, I don't know. It's just very funny to me. And, um, I don't know. It's just a bit silly, but I understand. I think there's a lot of pressure, you know, to, it's kind of twofold. I think sometimes women feel pressure because we are taught that we are viable between certain ages. And then after a certain age, we don't matter anymore. Like, uh, if we're not producing children or if we're not uh, in peak, like, attractiveness age or something. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, if the Golden Girls taught us anything, it's that you can really date at any age. So, like, it's not like romance begins and ends at any particular age. I actually read a great book recently called Left on Tenth by uh, Delia Efron, Nora Efron's sister. And she found true love in her seventies, um, which is part of what the book is about. So, I mean, age is irrelevant in that sense. Um, I do think women feel pressure 
around our um, like reproductive years and that always kind of bothers me because uh, medical science is really backwards about women uh, we actually don't really know a bunch of stuff that you might think that we know a lot of medical tests for um, you know for medicines or um, understanding what a disease does in the body they use a sample that's only men so to kind of um, I mean, they have some reason for it. It's, it's kind of stupid, really. But the idea is that, you know, women are too changeable or something. So it's easier to take men as a base sample. But uh, there are, like, without going deeply into how science works and everything, obviously you can kind of imagine how that's flawed and how if you're doing that, uh, you might not actually understand, like, women's bodies at all. So I read a thing one time about how our understanding of women's biological clock and fertility and stuff like that is um, based on a study that was done, you know, in the 1700s in France amongst like a post-war farming community, like it was very specific. So we don't really understand um, as much as we may think we do with this kind of so there's this pressure that's like a bit of an illusion, you know, that you can't, it's harder to do things um, and whatever. And then I think as well, you know, maybe we don't want to, uh, you know, getting old can be scary because um, things are going to change. Some of your friends and family will not be there as you get older. So, you know, I get it. I get it. But I just think that's focusing on all of the wrong things. Um I just think, you know, with aging, buy a decent face cream and don't mess around with your skin too much. <laughs> Drink plenty of water, exercise, uh, be like healthy. I think one of the key things with aging is engage with something that you find rewarding. You know, I think a lot of people are very blocked in their creative capacity and being creative and a little bit playful is so important to keep you young and keep you smiling. Um, and that's probably, that's probably for another episode, that whole, you know, creativity thing, but it's important to, um, have a little joy and not just be a pr producing machine, you know, like in your work life and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, basically it kind of, sometimes it annoys me when people, you know, and my friends will sort of be like, oh, I'm so old. Like, I get it. If you're just offloading, I'm listening. It's totally fine. But I mean, I just think it's like really silly. And I think the key thing for me when people are like, oh, I'm so old. I'm like, you don't have time to think that. You don't have time for that thought. Your time is short on this planet. And, you know, just in comparison to everything you see around you in your life that is not another person you are young, like trees live longer than us. Uh, mountains live way longer than us. you like everything, even the objects you see around you, a lot of them are going to be older than you. Like I'm looking at my bookshelves. I have books that are over a hundred years old. Um, and that's not saying much because that's only like books from the 1920s, you know, like some of the like toys I have around me, like little funny little things are older than me. So 
we are always younger than the things around us, basically. <laughs> just think, like, it's just kind of this odd idea that we have about what it means to grow up. And I think another thing is that we tend to think that, um, you know, I'm in primary school, I'm in high school, I am, you know, doing university, and now I'm an adult, and I'm finished. And we're never finished. <laughs> like, there are developmental things that we do in our 20s, things like uh, differentiating from our families and stuff like that, which is a kind of interesting thing. Um, there are things that happen in our 30s where we start to want to reconnect with family as an adult. There are things that happen, you know, in our 40s and our 50s. There are like milestones for every every decade, every year, whatever. Um and so this idea that we just stop growing and now we're an adult, it just kind of cracks me up because it's like, I'm not finished. I'm not some, like, I'm not complete. I change all the time, you know? Um, yeah. So it just, it's always funny to me. I just always think like, you know, I don't know. I just think it's, I think it's really negative to think that. Um, I think the other thing is people that are younger than us can be so smart. And I, so often people are like, you know, how old are you? And what they're really asking is, do I know more than you or do you know more than me? <laughs> like, and they want to assess, like, compare you to themselves on their scale of where they are in life. And it just, it annoys me so much. Like, how old are you? Well, you know, if this was a workplace environment, you wouldn't be allowed to ask me that. For a second thing, um, what the person is often asking you is, if you are younger, I will give you advice because I am more experienced. And if you are older, then I will assess whether, you know, are you in a committed relationship? Are you hitting the things that you're supposed to have hit in their social structure of the world that they grew up in? And I mean, that's just so silly. The world changes all the time. Like when I was a kid, uh, it was expected that you would grow up and you know, maybe buy a house and have children or something like that. And I mean, housing prices mean that that's not realistic for a lot of people. Or what are you going to be when you grow up? Well, you might have to have like one or two jobs. So again, age just becomes a thing that's just not relevant as a scaler. And also, um, I have had some excellent advice from people that are way younger than me. And I love that. And if I thought that I was in some way finished or complete or could only listen to people older than me, I would miss out. Kids can be so smart. And especially because kids don't have a filter. So sometimes when a kid tells you something, you're like, that's good. That was an honest answer. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I know people older than me who uh, like to explain things. And... I know more about that subject than them. You know, I, like I've had so many people, older and younger, give me advice on what to do. Um, and I was like, but I've done this before. <laughs> you know, people give me like advice on like, oh, moving house, that can be stressful because of this. And like sometimes I'll have some useful knowledge. It's always should be listening to people. But uh, I've moved like 25 times, you know. So it's like there's no... Uh, you know, experiences come at different ages and they're not on any kind of schedule in anyone's life. So 
some people have great relationship advice. Some people have been in a lot of relationships and have terrible relationship advice. It's not, that's not related to age at all, you know? So I think it's very limiting attitude, not just because it's like, oh, I can't do this because I'm too old. I can't wear that because I'm too old. I can't try that because like that would be unseemly at my age. Um, it also limits you to what you expect others and people always live up or live down to your expectations of them. So there's that. Um, yeah, I guess the last thing, a friend of mine said this recently, like about fashion rules. Like I think something important is uh, it doesn't matter what age you are, just do whatever you want. But I think sometimes around age, people want to pretend to be younger or try to be younger or I think there's a, a really big difference between you know deciding that you want to learn to like ice skate and in your 60s or something you know just try things who cares um but you know when somebody like tries to be younger and tries to be uh like I oh, just I just cringing just thinking about it you know when someone tries to use sort of language that's not really their generation or something and it's just really awkward you know I mean just be yourself be whatever age you are and you don't have to tell anybody what that is because it's no one's goddamn business <laughs> and um yeah you know another sad thing uh and then I will end this <laughs> that sounded so dramatic I meant just end the episode um the other thing that I think is very sad is something I see with people where they're like they're not very old and they will say like oh I'm too old for this and it's like they'll stop doing playful things and as somebody who is like really into creativity and I love seeing other people be joyful and creative like I love that there's this idea where some people will be like I see it so much around toys where someone will be like oh I had this toy you know uh, I had this Barbie when I was a kid and it was the whatever Barbie, you know, and then they'll be like, Oh, I loved it so much. But then, you know, I had to like, I had to give it away or my mom threw it out. And it's like, we're afraid. Like, I don't know what it is that people are afraid of, but it's like having, there isn't an age where you have to stop being playful and being playful and little like, childhood toys and stuff that like inner child is really important it helps us with you know uh, empathy and creative thinking and that can be like problem solving in like a, a math or science environment you know creative thinking is not just like finger painting and stuff you know um but yeah I see it a lot where people are like oh I had this great toy and if you I love asking people what their favorite childhood toy was because their face lights up and they'll be like, oh my God, it was this thing, you know, and they'll tell you about it and where they got it. And when they, when they lost it, when somebody, sometimes a sibling broke it or something like that. But I see a lot where someone's like, yeah, my, my parents took it away from me because I was too old to be playing with it. And I'm like, that sounds like you were still attached to it, still playful, you know? And uh, I think that's really sad. I think we do that a little bit less than we used to. I think, uh, some generations are a little bit more comfortable with, you know, adults reading 
reading comic books or buying like figurines and stuff but there's still this weird thing of like oh it's a figurine it's not a doll like who cares if it's a doll or not anyway um I think that's another thing where we just tend to be like you know you're too old to be playing with that you're too old for uh childhood things I just think that's really stupid if you want to get out your your paints and finger paint do it like life is there are no rules you know there's no I don't know there's no piece of paper in the sky you know that says this is what you should be doing at each age we don't know and even though you know we've done a lot of study around like psychology developmental ages and stuff like that um that's not set in stone you know like sometimes we learn things and then we learn more things <laughs> you know so uh yeah that's my whole big spiel on aging you do not have time in your life to worry about your age because life is so short and you don't know how long or short it's going to be as well uh, I think a lot of us worry about aging when we have this assumption that we're going to live to an old age we don't you don't know that that is going to be the case so um, you really only have today and yeah I think if if today is all you have then it'd be really good to be you know doing whatever the hell you want <laughs> as long as it's not hurting anybody but I mean you know if you want to collect some random thing that brings you joy then do it and also email me and tell me about it because I absolutely love hearing about like random things people collect it's one of my favorite things um but yeah I just think you know there's another thing with reading that's another one where it's like oh, this is my guilty pleasure read. Like I know a lot of people, and I've done this, where there's a series that they liked when they were a kid or like a book like Anne of Green Gables or something, and they'll be like reading it. And they'll be like, oh, I'm rereading this childhood book. It's great. But it's almost like they don't want to tell anyone. Like as if you don't have to go back to like, you know, grade five if you're reading a book you enjoyed in grade five. Like, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't have to give back your high school diploma or something. It's just really you know, read what you want. Don't worry about if it's age appropriate. Life's too short. Just engage with that stuff that brings you joy. Uh, take your inner child out for a walk. And uh, yeah, aging is just <laughs> whatever you think it is. And if you want it to be something else, a lot of that is just changing your thinking, changing your attitude around it. Um, yeah, because I mean, even if you have like ailments as you get older, you can be like, oh, it's because I'm old. Well, like, sure. <laughs> but couldn't you also say it's because I'm maturing? It's because I'm, you know, I need to take greater care of my body. I need to nurture my body. It doesn't have to be, you know, like aging is a negative thing. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's my, uh, that's my big talk about aging and age and our silly attitudes around it if you want to wear pink eyeshadow fluorescent pink you want to try something from Colourpop and you're in your 60s just do it nobody cares nobody's sitting around thinking about you doing it you know everyone's thinking about themselves so there's no just do it just do it and enjoy it
<laughs> okay, guys, um, that is the end of my episode for today. Thank you for listening to Tea and Scandal. You can find me on Instagram at Hermione Flavia or TikTok at Craven Wild. I do have a Ko-Fi now, so if you had to ko-fi.com slash cravenwild you can do things like leave an episode suggestion uh, buy me a cup of tea or you can check out my little store there for um, homemade little art pieces and things like that so that is me and thank you for listening <laughs>